This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're going to uh, pull this back down here at Gillette because he has just walked in with us here at the studios, and uh, big LG Lawrence guy has got to be somewhere Uh-oh. at 1030. So let's talk to the Patriots defensive lineman Lawrence Guy. He is brought to us by Northeast Men's Health, the experts in men's sexual health with offices in Dedham, Marlboro, Woburn, and Salem, New Hampshire. Visit northeastmenshealth.com and by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. Lawrence Guy sitting here with us on the uh, Harbor One hotline. And uh, for a defensive lineman, how fun was yesterday? There was muck, mire, rain, running the ball, ugliness. I mean, that's got big. That's got big people who love to just fight other big people written all over it, doesn't it? That was a whole game for us. Um, If you see from the first half to the second half, second half was definitely like, hey, they're, they're running the ball. Um, those are the games you live for to be a defense alignment on an offense alignment. Like, hey, the game is on your guys' shoulders. It's going to depend on what you guys do and what's going to happen up front. Um, on top of that, like you said, it was raining. People are sliding around, falling. You could see it. The offensive line fell many different times. Um, but it was a fun game, physical game. Let's say that was a, it was a big physical game, and you, you felt every bit of it. Like, I'm feeling that this morning for sure. So – Bring me through the uh, 0-2 you start. A lot of people criticizing the team, criticizing everything. Uh, Doom and gloom, left and right. How much fun was it to be in that locker room after a win? It feels amazing. doesn't matter what win it is. It feels amazing when you win, and it sucks when you lose. Uh, Let's just say that. But it's one of those things. you got to ignore what happens in the past. Like, the record, it is what it is. got to play the game. you got to do it every single time. You can't think about, well, we're zero in this, or we're two in that, or we're, or we're undefeated. None of that matters. What matters is what happens on that field, and every half is different. So I was telling Gresh, you know, like when I was in Seattle years ago, uh, three seasons in a row, we started zero and two, and then and then one year one year we were zero and three, and I and I told him, and you tell me if you think this is a correct statement, okay? Um, winning in the NFL is like sex. Uh, it feels just as good, but it lasts for a week. True or false, LG? True or false? Falling up our commercials that we <laughs> have to right. do. Like, yeah. A little drain cleaning. No. <laughs> a little drain cleaning here. <laughs> like, hey, guys. You know, we got multiple locations. <laughs> I feel like but, that's the only way to ex- – listen, that is the only way. Now, somebody else told me that's not my line. You can share it with your no, friends. No, it's though. cool. It's your line. It, is, is it it's, true? It's yours now. Who <laughs> gave it to you? Who told you? Well, Howard Mudd was an old – Oh, the old line, line coach. coach. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Of so course, true. it's an offensive line coach. <laughs> it would be offense. I was just going to say, are you insinuating offensive line coaches are dirtier than D-line coaches? They, I think they appreciate the feeling 
of winning. I think just as much as they do a sexual uh, interaction. I think, I think both those line coaches have like the calendar with the garage girls on it that you yes. flip over you all see, the time. You sound, yes. sound like a specialist. Now. That's, what, that's what specialists are known for. Kickers and long snappers. That's what they are. So I'm going to go with um, you agree. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you win and it feels all great, but you still got to flip the page the next week because you can't just door on one win. No, I get that, so but, yeah, it, but it, like, is it, a, it lasts. It lasts like, a couple of minutes. What was the worst? What's I mean, you've been here forever, so you've not much losing going on. But what about <laughs> right? in other I mean, places? In other places, like just how miserable the, the, the going to work experience is. With really, I would say, like, no hope of, like, actually turning the page. Like, and I would assume here there's such a long history of success and winning and overcoming it and not letting those losses well, affect the next I, I one. Could, I could speak on this one. On other teams knowing, like, oh, man, we had no chance of going to the playoffs. Yeah. You could just see the gloominess um, between coaches and players. And it becomes a it's-your-fault type mentality uh, from head up and down. They always want to blame somebody. And that's the problem when people want to blame somebody for their issues and what's going on instead of accepting the fact that, like, hey, everybody's in this together. Um, on this team, it's not like that. You know, it's not like, oh, you need to do this. Everybody takes accountability. The coaches take accountability for what they do. Players take accountability for what they do. And we work as a unit. But as you said, as you win, yeah, you enjoy the win. You, you enjoy that night. You enjoy Monday. But Tuesday, Wednesday, you have to flip the page. Because it's just one feeling that it lasts only two days. You can't last the whole week because it's like, hmm. oh, we won this game. We won this game. You go into another game and lose. And you're like, oh, man, but we won the last game. It, it doesn't matter like that. Not in this league. In this league, you got to be able to change the page to go to another team. It's a new opponent. It's a whole other thing. It's not like we're going to play the same game every single week. Do you it's have a, Do you have like a, some guys, well, you know, after a loss, I give myself 24 hours to get over it. After a win, I give myself 48 hours to enjoy it. When do you start looking at the next opponent? Do you- Soon as you break film. Once you do film, that, and that's, that, that's today? it. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's today and that's it. So when people are like, oh, how long? Today. Like, today's my last day. If it's, if it's a win or if it's a loss, that's when you enjoy it. The next day you got to move on. Because that's, that's Tuesday is studying, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You got to study for the next opponent. Because it's short weeks. If you say, well, I gave myself – all this time, you know, on Wednesday, you're still gloating on the loss, you're gloating on the win, you still got to prepare. So you're not mentally prepared to go play this next game as a player or as a coach, so you have to let it go. Um, that's, I always tell people, you can never win if you live in the past. You, li- you win when you live in the present. Uh, are you aware that Coach Belichick could get win 300 next week? Ooh, oh, that's awesome. That's pretty, uh, pretty amazing, but – a lot of people on the outside at 0-2 were screaming up and down. Can you kind of walk us through what it has been like the last three weeks here in dealing with Coach Belichick? Because for proper context, you played a team that went to the Super Bowl the year before. Mm-hmm. You played a divisional opponent that you know mm-hmm. very well, and they know you. And then another divisional opponent, that, if I'm just going to be honest about it, that we know the head coach hates like poison. So, you know, how has it been in the walls? Because I think a lot of people on the outside were thinking, oh, my God, if they go 0-3, it's time to trade everybody. Well, um, has it been any different so, at all? So, let's live in the past real quick. Okay, please. Let's live in the past. Imagination land. Ooh, are we going to the imagination land? No, yeah, 2018. Okay. okay. We lost to who? Detroit mm-hmm. and Jacksonville. 
I think we're probably the only two teams that they one of the teams they beat that year. <laughs> that was early in the year. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's you a know? great point. And like we're the only teams they beat. They they literally did not win for the rest of the year. And we were like, man, it, and it's always been the same mentality. So from since I've been here, it it doesn't matter what the record is. Cause you got to turn the page. Every week it's a new thing. He's never been in the room and said, "Oh, all you guys do this." And like, no. Even when we were winning a lot, and they were like, "Oh, we we're going to the Super Bowl." It was the same personality, always pointing out what we could do better. So even it's the same thing this year. Is what we could do better, how we could do it. Uh, if it's ball security, it's to eliminate the big plays. If there's no penalties. If it's making sure everybody's on the field, the right um, formations on the field, the right substitution, that's always going to be pointing out the stuff we could control. Other than that, it's just, you're going out there and playing. You're not going to win every rep. Now, if you go look on the film, I didn't win every rep. I won enough reps to make sure that we were successful, and that's how it is. They get paid also to play this game, and we can't ignore the fact that they, they do that. This is their, their profession. They're professional athletes, too, as a we. So it's going to be a hot, hard fart game every single day, and he understands that. So when we go into these meetings, he's going to look at it as that aspect. It's like, okay, what can we do better? This is how we can eliminate these plays. We can't have certain things. It, the biggest things we could control are the no big plays, the, the right people on the field, and no penalties. So, <clears throat> Gresh and I were having this discussion before you walked in, and curious to know uh, your thoughts on this. As far as um, quarter, your quarterback that for your team, how important is, is it for you guys as a defense to know that you have a, a tough quarterback? In what way? Well, you know. Uh, He's willing to stand in the pocket and look at Lawrence Guy bearing down on him, about to bust him in the teeth, and he still stands there and makes a big third down throw. And you know as well as anybody, there are not as many quarterbacks in the league that are willing to stand there and look at you bearing down on them, ready to snap their teeth. Yeah, is that important well, to you guys? Well, yeah. Well, the whole thing is he has the confidence enough to know that he, like, he's going to take a hit. And we, you have seen it. He's not going to be afraid. Of, they're like, oh, I got to make something happen. Like, I know my receiver is going to be there. I'm going to throw the ball here. I understand I'm going to get hit. And that's what you want. You don't see him cowering and duck his hand and give out a, a free sack. You see him trying to get the ball out. You see him trying to make trying to make stuff happen. Uh, and, and that's important because that's, it builds to the toughness of understanding what he's concerned about. He's not concerned about, oh, how hard I'm going to get hit. He's not concerned about, am I going to get hurt if I get hit like this? He's concerned about, how can I get this ball out of my hands to make a play and get yardage? Uh, and then finally, Lawrence, because we know you got to run, and Lawrence Guy is with us. Uh, Taylor Swift showed up at an NFL stadium yesterday, and apparently the world has voided their bowels over this. Um, and uh, Bill Belichick even mentioned that it would be Kelsey's greatest catch in pulling in Taylor <laughs> Swift. Would you co-sign on that? Ooh, we're getting a look already. Ooh, we're getting a look already. I love it. Hey, my man better watch himself. She be making hit songs about her boyfriend. But now. you know what, though? Imagine being... I think he likes that. I That's was just going to say. Wants. I mean, seriously, like, think about if, if Kelsey were here and it turned into a 30-second relationship and she wrote a song about him, how great is that? You guys were in NFL locker room. He'd star in the video. He'd ask to be in the video No, but he'd, but he'd be like, I know this didn't work out, but can, can I join the video? Yeah, I should play myself. Oh, you know, I'm Let's thinking more of, I'm thinking more of the teammate end of being able to rib the hell out of him that she wrote a song about it. He might get two hit songs. Well, that's true. I, I guess the, the, the song about the relationship that started off how happy he is, and if it ends about the what? 
That's true. Hey, how, can, how many people could say they got a, a Grammy song written about them? Mm. I'm, I'm sensing a You're So Vain remix by from Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I'm going hey, for listen, that. Listen, it might work. Who cares? Everybody knows what it's about. You know what I mean? <laughs> Lawrence, I know you got to get yeah. out of here. Thank you, friend. We appreciate oh, you. Thanks for having me.